0: Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. God bless you and welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally show. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, also known as the Total Health Coach, where we are rocking your world with all things natural. It's the place where healthy women rock. In today's show, I'll be discussing Holy Yoga, where I had the opportunity to interview Holy Yoga Ambassador, award-winning author, speaker, and founder of Holy Grounding, Amy Walton. Amy grew up in a town of 2,500 people in North Carolina. Her late father was a prisoner of war in World War II and survived the infamous Bataan Death March. Nearly every family in her little town was a blue-collar family and hers was no different. Her parents provided a supportive environment where they were very involved in church and community she graduated magna cum laude from the university of north carolina at greensboro and was the first graduate of the school of education to be chosen as one of the university's 20 outstanding seniors she met her husband in college and they married a few years later they brought two wonderful boys into this world but sadly her husband and his father were killed at sea in 1993 leaving her to raise her little boys by herself. Her husband's body was never found. This happened four and a half years after he was hit on by a loaded dump truck on a Georgia highway, costing him his right leg and a year of recovery. Amy describes those years as some of the most challenging. Amy has devoted her life to serving her family and service through her work through community involvement. Her career has involved public school, junior college teaching, working for a major daily newspaper, serving as a nonprofit developmental director, and she has held presidents and chair positions for organizations and boards, and has been published hundreds of times and speaks regularly. These days, Amy is involved in business and ministry through coaching, writing, teaching yoga, and speaking to groups. Her greatest joys in life are serving God and her family, which includes her two adult sons and three granddaughters who reside in Hawaii. Amy has also published stories in the best-selling Cup of Comfort series, written cover stories for magazines, and has been an op-ed columnist for a daily newspaper. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, Holy Yoga Ambassador, award-winning author, speaker, and founder of Holy Grounding, Amy Walton. God bless you and welcome to the show. I am your total health coach, Rakesha McMillan, and I am so thankful, so glad to have you with us on today. And I am super excited about this particular interview. I have a very special guest with me today by the name of Amy Walton. So Amy, welcome to the show today.
1: Hi, uh, thanks so much, Rakesha. I am so excited to be here with you. I just, the, our little chat leading up to this, I your voice is just amazing. It's so soothing <laughs> and um, you just have already made me feel very comfortable and very much at home.
0: I am so glad to hear that. And that is my goal, my focus, just to make you feel welcome. So I'm so glad to to hear that. And uh, before we get into the show, Amy, can you just let our listeners know, what are you doing in your world right now that is rocking your world naturally?
1: Ah, Naturally. There are a lot of things, actually, but I think the biggest thing that's rocking my world right now is breath work and Mm. yoga, Um, because I am a certified holy yoga instructor. I'm a registered yoga teacher with Yoga Alliance. I teach a lot of yoga every week,
2: Mm. and
1: I come to my mat every day. You know, if I'm stressed, I'll get on my mat to start out my morning. I meet God on my mat Mm. and just move and breathe in his presence. And I wish I had had in my um, toolbox years ago, I wish I had truly been aware of the power of breath Mm. and breath calms us, but it can also energize us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have found recently just some things I've been navigating in my own life that just bringing my attention to the breath, just moving into some postures is so beneficial. It's just a big mm-hmm. part of my life.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love how you said that, you know, that you are intentional about thinking about your breath. If it is in a stressful moment or a stressful time. So what does that actually do for you, Amy, when you really concentrate on the breath in the moment? What are some of those things that it really helps you to do? It definitely
1: helps me to center, to slow down, just slow down my breathing, slow down my whole being, sort of um, regroup. And read that and um by, by staying focused on the breath it's like I tell my students bring your awareness to your breath and you know we start to tune out everything else and from my world view because of my Christian faith I'm always very quick to remind people that God breathed into man to breathe yes. in life you know the holy spirit breathes into us yes. and so i consider the breath very much god given okay. and this beautiful resource that we take for granted i mean we breathe an average of 20,000 times a day i started to say miles 20,000 times a day wow. and we take it for granted and i think that you know especially emerging from this pandemic where mm-hmm. so many lives were lost, so many people gasping literally for breath, yes. that just being aware of the calming force of that, and um, I- I'll share this with you really quickly. Just recently, I was on a flight that may have been the most turbulent flight I've ever taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were about ten minutes of smooth air the entire flight, and. Taking off and going into the climb for 20, 25 minutes, the plane was going up and down, side to side, rattling. This was a big plane. People were screaming. I used to be the world's worst flyer. I was just practicing my box breath, which mm-hmm. is something we do in yoga. The young woman to my left was having, she's about to have a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And she over, I took her hand and I said, just follow my breath, mm-hmm. just follow my breath. And it just centered her.
0: Wow. So yeah.
1: it's just very calming.
0: Oh wow. And that's such a powerful moment that you shared that you were actually able to use the gift that God has blessed yeah. you with. Yeah. To be able to help and bring someone else to that place of calm. Mm-hmm. And I think that in this time we are still in the throes of COVID-19, yeah. so many other things that our world is in a really chaotic state right now. Uh, yes, I think that's an understatement. <laughs> it is. It is. But when I think about what's going on, according to Matthew 20, 24, we, 24, 24, excuse me, we're, t- we're in a time of war. Mm-hmm. We're in a time of upheaval. We're in a time of where people are living in so much fear. Yes. And I think having... Some type of tool in our toolbox, such as breath work, can really help bring us to that place of sin mm-hmm. calm as you described.
1: Yes, it's just like a couple of days ago, you know, the stock market dropped over a thousand points.
0: Ooh.
2: Oh, okay. Just breathe, just
1: mm-hmm. breathe. <laughs> you know, you can't do anything about it. Just breathe.
0: There you go. I could see that being like on a T-shirt somewhere. Just breathe. Just, <laughs> just breathe. And so with the work that you do, Amy, how is it that you actually got into this line of coaching that focuses on breath work and grounding? What actually led you to this space? Oh,
1: wow. So, you know, I've always felt a calling on my life. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I haven't, you know, I wasn't sure. I felt like God was calling me to something more. And some of my callings have played out in life as an elementary school teacher. I'm um, a junior college teacher. I feel like nearly every career I've had has helped people in mm-hmm. some way. But still, there was this tug. There was this constant tug that was always there, you know. And I think that's when you you do have a calling because yes. you think about it all the time and it never goes away. Yeah, and so. I had done some retreats, I had participated in women's retreats, I had put together some women's retreats. And I think about the opportunities I've had in my life that a lot of women weren't fortunate enough to have. I was a single mom for most of my kids' um, childhood. Uh, It's still still a single mom, uh, because I lost my husband many years ago. And I think that, um, you know, sometimes we just get so caught up in our circumstances and so weighed down. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll never forget being in the grocery store one day after work. And this woman was pushing her cart down the aisle. And I've been chewing on a coaching program for a while. And she was pushing her cart down the aisle. and she just looked like she was bearing the weight of the world on her shoulders. I said, mm. hello I smiled. And, you know, she just looked up and she wasn't rude at all, but she just seemed so burdened. Mm. And I said to myself, I need to do this. And then, you know, I think back and I had told you this um, in some of the discussions we had leading up to this, mm. uh, when I was growing up, and even until she retired, my my mother was a really smart woman. She was the first in her family to graduate from high school. And she was the second youngest out of 12 children. Mm-hmm. Only two of them finished high school. I still have her report cards, straight A student. She had a couple of clerical jobs when she got out of high school. And I really don't know why. Well, I know one of the reasons why she Started working in a factory, um, which is what most of her sisters, most of the community did. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up in a very textile-heavy town, and I'm I am getting to a point. But you know, as a little girl, I used to sit there sometimes, especially in the summer, and I would watch my mother emerge from this tunnel that had a railroad track on top of it, and it was sort of the portal, you know, that the employees walked in to go to this mm-hmm. factory. And she would be sweating, you know, she would just be so hot from a full day of work and she would go home and take a nap. She would cook dinner, she'd go to bed. And the whole cycle started again. Mm -hmm. And I know that she had in many, many ways a lonely life and there were opportunities that came her way that she did not take advantage of. And all that is a part of me. You know, it's a part of me. I loved her very much. And so that was a big reason that I felt called to work with women because I have such a heart from what I saw with my mother, what I experienced, and then seeing women just randomly, like the woman in the grocery store, who mm-hmm. just seemed to be caring so much. And I, I just thought, you know, I really want to help these women. I really want to help them forge better lives for themselves.
0: Yeah. And I think that that is such a a powerful moment because sometimes we don't know how God will speak to us in different ways. And it was through that woman, everyday life in a grocery store that confirmed even the more so what God wanted you to do, Mm -hmm. Um, because as women, we carry and fills so many roles, whether it is being a wife, a mom, an aunt, um, serving in ministry, serving in community. There's many, many roles that we fill as women. And so with the the women that you see, um, Amy, is there a common thread or a common theme? Like when you speak to them, whether it's at a retreat or an engagement, Is there a common theme that you see with women overall that speaks to the work that you do?
1: Mm, A common theme. I think a lot of women are searching for richer lives. And I don't mean richer from a monetary view or from a materialistic uh, viewpoint, but they just want to have better lives for themselves. You know, a lot of women I work with have unfulfilled dreams Mm. unfulfilled goals. Mm. And I don't know that there's a common theme, you you know, in coaching programs, they always tell you to have a niche, which I know (laughs) I'm not, I wasn't born yesterday, but I just sort of threw this to the wind. And initially when I started coaching, I thought I wanted to work with moms, like working moms to find balance in their lives. But I quickly found that just wasn't my niche. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: I just sort of threw it out there as a Christian life coach with some additional certifications. And um, I think one thing that's very common among a lot of my clients, and even at retreats at which I've spoken, are women who have largely stayed home to raise their children, And now they're asking, what do I do with my life? Or women who are preparing to retire or make a career transition. And they're asking that same question. Now what? Mm. What does the next chapter hold? And I'm always, um, you know, I always say nothing shocks me anymore, but sometimes it still does. I am always a bit shocked by women that come to me who have raised their children honorable, honorable job, yes. who have worked many years and are retiring. And yet they haven't given a lot of thought to what it is that they want to do in this next chapter of their lives. Mm-hmm. They know it's coming. They know yes. there's an empty nest on the horizon. They know that retirement is on the horizon. But they haven't really thought in concrete terms. We, we do a lot of exploring,
0: mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it may be related to because as women, we invest so much into our children, into our families that sometimes we don't think about our needs. Yes. Sense. And so we put that on the back burner. We put that aside until. We're in those moments of the quiet where we come face to face with that question that you just presented, yes. Amy, like, what now?
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, Rahisha, I would be telling a, a tale if I said, I'm sort of not in that own place myself right now. Mm-hmm. And I do, uh, fortunately, I have the tools mm-hmm. and I do um, check in with a coach here and there, but I'm exploring things regarding this next chapter of my
0: life. Mm -hmm. And I love the transparency because I think that definitely life is about seasons Mm -hmm. and there may be a season in our life where God has us just focusing on our kids or focusing on whether it's certain ministry that we're working in. And then there comes a season where it's, you know, focusing on our lives to, okay, God, what is it that you want me to do? What is my purpose? Like, what is, what does that next chapter look like for me?
1: Yeah, you know, it's really funny, because a lot of um, women that come to me who are thinking about retiring, uh, or have retired, uh, they'll always ask me, when are you going to retire? like, never, because I, I love what I do, yeah. you know, it's ministry,
2: yeah. and
1: so I just don't see me hanging up my hat, I just, uh, I don't know what I would do, I have a lot of interest, I have a lot of diversions, <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, I need to give, yeah. I need to pour into people, it's just a need that I have.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I would probably say your love language is those acts of service, where it comes to serving, and, and being present for people because it's the fuel that you put in your tank that just drives you.
1: You know, shockingly, it's not. Julie. Really? what is your love language? My top love <laughs> language is quality time. Oh, wow. It is. It's wow. quality time and then words of affirmation, mm. which I guess could be pouring into people. You know, yeah. I, I do love to affirm people, not from a place of... um. Insincerity
2: mm-hmm.
1: from, from you know, exactly. true, um, just affirming them.
2: Yeah. And, uh,
1: and I just really love quality time. You know, it's like my mm-hmm. family 5,000 miles away, my kids and grandkids, but
0: yeah, when I'm
1: with them, we really make the time very, very special.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. So it's the internet interaction, the connectivity, yes, with others It's the fuel in your tank. It <laughs> And so with the work that you do, um, talk to us about the yoga. Mm,
1: mm, mm. I so love the yoga. It has the yoga and the breath work have changed my life so Mm. much. Um, I have practiced yoga on and off for many years. I've practiced in studios, hot yoga, non-hot yoga, I have followed videos over the years, I have, you know, back in the early days before the internet, I would look at books, but I truly didn't know what I was doing, Mm -hmm. and so when everything shut down for COVID, I had really been thinking about teacher training, and everybody had to pivot to online training, and I thought, gosh, what am I going to do? With all this time, I I lost some coaching clients that just wanted to do in person and I would not do in person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I saw this opportunity to go through teacher training. And so it truly was one of the very best decisions I've ever made in my life. It has benefited me and my health tremendously just by slowing me down. Focusing on my breath, Uh, I have a whole new attitude and it was really important to me that my training came from a Christian yoga school um, Mm -hmm. because I wanted to honor God through my movement, through my breath, through my being, Mm -hmm. through his word. And so I looked at a lot of different schools, traditional and Christian, And I settled on Holy Yoga Global, which is a global ministry. And I'm actually an ambassador for them now. And I just love how we build community in that ministry. Um, I can go anywhere in the world. And if I have a Holy Yoga sister or brother, we will be like true sisters and brothers. Mm -hmm. And um, just to be able to lead people through a practice. Mm -hmm. being mindful of what a God-given gift breath is, how we can use that God-given breath as this powerful tool to calm us down, to center us, to energize us, uh, how we can honor the Lord through the movement. You know, in, um, I guess it was Paul that wrote About presenting our bodies as living sacrifice, you know, as our our form of spiritual worship and just sitting before the Lord or lying there in your Savasana, that last and most important posture, being in his presence. And whenever I lead my holy yoga classes, when the students are in that final posture, Mm -hmm. I read scripture over them. Uh, according to the ancient method of Lectio Divina. So I read the same scripture passage four or five times, but I give them a different directive or question each time. Hmm. And then once I go through that, um, I hold space, two minutes of silence between each reading because you know, we hear God's voice in the silence. Yeah. And so it gives them time to really process mm-hmm. what they heard and the question that I ask or the directive, like one of the questions I typically ask is, what do you think God is set is asking of you Yes. in this? So I know that's a roundabout way. I can be long-winded by the way. And, <laughs> uh, but the yoga has just been so important to me. And I I'm just shocked at the opportunities that have opened up to me. I guess I should say I'm shocked, but I'm not because I feel like I'm doing God's work. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, so many opportunities have opened.
0: Mm -hmm. No, And just really thinking and listening to, you know, the method that you use. And I just, again, when I I was praying about finding someone to talk about this subject, just connecting with you so much because it is a Christ-centered approach Mm -hmm. to help someone to meditate on the scriptures and, Helping them to understand how that is connected to our our breath, yes. and so when so when women or people work um, with you, Amy, can you share some of the experiences or what they've um, told you about what this has been like for them?
1: Oh my gosh, it's it's over. It's all positive. It's all positive, and you know, typically at the end of a class. Um, Students will be, they'll come up when I guide them out of their final posture and they come up into a seated position and I close this in prayer. You know, they'll still keep their hands here and they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh my gosh, this was so wonderful. This mm-hmm. was so wonderful. And the scriptures just really spoke to me today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I offer so many opportunities for praying in the silence of their hearts. Mm-hmm. Throughout the practice, mm-hmm. when we're in a fold, for example, I may say, you know, right here, offer God praise for something, something very specific that's already happened in your day today. just mm-hmm. in the silence of your hearts. Mm-hmm. And people love that. I mean, believe me, in my classes, you have a lot of opportunities to pray a lot. And I read a mm-hmm. lot of scripture over them. So mm-hmm. they're, they're saturated in the word. And um, I'm always reminding them that their breath is Mm God-given. So there's no emptying of the mind. There is filling the mind with the word of God. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think that's so good that you shared in that way, that filling them with the word of God. Mm -hmm. But it's also a way, I'm thinking if someone's never experienced you know, holy yoga in this manner to know that they can hear from God in such a way when you say that you meet God on the mat. Yes. Like you really are meeting God on
1: the mat. You are.
0: You (laughs) are. You just show
1: up, you know, it's like you don't have to get dressed up and go to church. Now I'm not deterring people from going (laughs) to church. I go to church myself every weekend and, (laughs) and I'm involved in the lifeblood of that. But Any day, you know, you can just come to your mat. You can just be, you can just sit, you can lie, you can do some movement, you can just breathe. And
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I I even prescribe that for coaching clients. If they're Mm -hmm. stressed out, if they're Mm -hmm. grieving, just sit, start with five minutes a day, Mm -hmm. focus on your breath. Don't have your phone near you. Don't play any background music. Find a very quiet spot. And just be with God, just be in God's presence. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe focus on a word, um, Jesus, whole mm-hmm. breath, something that has to do with their faith.
0: Yes. And, to
1: just sit with that.
0: Mm-hmm. and so for those individuals that may be watching or listening, Amy, that are thinking, you know, I feel like this is something that I'd like to try or I'd like to go deeper to um, learn more or experience holy yoga Mm -hmm. where would they be able to find you or connect with you
1: oh gosh well they could go to my website which is holygrounding.com i have a yoga page on there and um They can also sign up for my newsletter on my website. I have a little freebie, a little guide. And Mm -hmm. you get that guide and you sign up for my newsletter. Uh, They can also go to holyyoga.net, which is the homepage for Holy Yoga Global,
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: find out all about us, our mission, uh, the four pillars of Holy Yoga, and why we exist and what we do and what we offer. We also have a lot of free meditations. So if they go on that website, they can go to the tab that is Meditations Podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all free. And just lie down on your yoga mat and
0: mm-hmm. just
1: get some word in you.
0: Oh, I love that. So holygrounding.com. Absolutely. That's That's you yeah. can find Amy for those of you that want to go deeper and just explore more with. Um, holy yoga. And so with the work that you are called to do, Amy, what is your favorite part of this work? Or what is it that just really, you know, light you up with this type of work that you're
1: doing? You know, hopefully it's not, I'm, this isn't going to deter any of my coaching clients or future clients, because I do love that. I, I love, I take that responsibility as a coach very seriously. I I try to create what I call sacred confidential spaces Mm -hmm. for women. I only work with women in coaching. Um, And I want them to know that whatever we talk about is between us and the Lord. Um, But what really lights me up in my work, um, it's a couple of things. Definitely the yoga definitely Mm -hmm. the yoga, because I just love to move. And you know, there are many times just throughout the day, Rakesha, whether I'm in the gym, whether I'm on my yoga mat, I'll just silently say a prayer, Lord, thank you for the gift of movement. Because Mm -hmm. I have friends right now struggling with MS, um, Parkinson's, Mm -hmm. ALS, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. joint issues. And I am just so grateful that In this day in history, I can move freely. Mm -hmm. Um, The yoga and the breath work really lights me up. I enjoy that. I also enjoy um, writing. I've Mm -hmm. longed for some Christian websites, Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: I really love that. I consider myself an ambivert, so I get energy both from people and from pulling back,
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: I really enjoy just a good rainy day sitting at my laptop and just cranking out a blog, you know, for, for a site that I, that I write for and just uh, letting God give me the words.
0: Mm. And speaking of writing, I believe I read something where you wrote uh, some of the content for, it was an award-winning book. I think it was The Comfort
1: oh yes there's a series of books called a cup of comfort you you can find them on amazon bookstores and i don't know how many volumes are in the entire series but i've published stories in two of the volumes a cup of comfort for mothers and sons Mm -hmm. and then a cup of comfort for dog lovers and uh so the um the story in A Cup of Comfort for Mothers and Sons is called A Date to Remember. Mm. And then in A Cup of Comfort for Dog Lovers, I think that story is called A Gift Returned. Mm. And um, so I did, I did publish stories in those two books.
0: Wow, so wonderful. So the, the writing, the yoga, the grounding, these are the ways that you help yourself to remain centered as well, Amy?
1: You know, it is. And I and just like this morning, I facilitated a seminar on stress, dealing with mm-hmm. stress for a large group of employees uh, in the Virginia Beach City Public Schools. I do a lot of these types of seminars. And part of it is because everybody's everybody's stressed. Yeah. Regina. It's just yeah. everything we're navigating these past several years. And so I enjoy the teacher in me because I started out in life as a public school teacher. I love teaching. So I get to teach yoga and I get to go in here and there and present seminars. And it's not about me. It's not a performance. It's about me sharing knowledge with them and sharing tools and resources. And that just that just lights me up. It just makes my day, you know, especially when people come up to me and say, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I so needed this. I'm going to take some of these suggestions. And uh, so you know, you're helping people.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And if there was one thing that you would love for the women to know that are listening, is there one specific thing that you would want them to know Amy
1: you know, I think, gosh, one specific thing. There are a lot of things I would like for them to know. But do you mean just about themselves, about life in general?
0: About life in general.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and this goes along with what you do, uh, for um, I would encourage them to really focus on their wellness, body, mind and spirit, because I just feel that so many people do not take care of themselves. And, you know, a lot of people, they talk about healthcare, and in their mind, healthcare is going to a doctor. It's right. going to get a checkup, which we all need. That's important. Going for this, going for that. But I always say true healthcare is what we do when we're not at the doctor. Yes. It's how we treat our bodies, it's how we. Feed our minds. It's how we feed our souls, that holistic approach to wellness. Yeah. And that is the big thing um, with me. I know that many years ago, my late husband and I owned a couple of gyms uh, down in Georgia. And he was, uh, he was a semi professional bodybuilder, among other things. And, you know, we were all about helping people. And that has always stayed with me. So, you know, I'm not surprised that God led me down this kind of winding <laughs> path, uh, making my way to, to yoga yeah. and wellness. Oh, I, so my uh, aim would be take care of yourself, yeah. nurture your whole
0: health, body, yeah.
1: and strength.
0: Yes. And I I love that you said that because I think we need more of it. We can never get too much of that. This taking care of ourselves and so um, i love the work that you're doing with you know the holy grounding you got my my heart here amy one coach to another and i just pray that god would continue to bless you and use you to touch and impact many more lives with the work that you are doing through the holy yoga
1: Thank you so much, Rakesha. You know, I, I've had opportunities open up within the ministry there that I'm really praying about right now,
2: mm-hmm. uh, which takes
1: big leaps, but um, would allow me to help even more people. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Amy? Amy? It has been my absolute delight.
1: Uh, thank you
0: for making me feel
1: so comfortable. <laughs> feel so How am I feel Like I have a new friend. Yes. And, uh, I just, I so appreciate just how welcome that you've made me feel and how professional you are, you know, leading up to this podcast. Uh, I've just really enjoyed the communication and just having a conversation with you.
0: Oh, likewise, I feel the same way. And I just feel this connection between, you know, the two of us. And I would love to have you back and and host you once again. Amy.
1: Oh, I'd love to come back, Rakesha. Hey, if it's an opportunity to be with you.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing and for just uh, giving us some more insight into the, the work that you do. And again, I would love to host you again, Amy.
1: Thank you so much. I look forward to it.
0: God bless you and you enjoy the rest of your day.
1: All right. Same to you, Rakisha.
0: God bless. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share this show. Listen to the Rock Your World Naturally show wherever you listen to podcasts rate and review wherever you listen. Visit womenrockhealthcoaching.com for more information on women's health and events. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, all at Women Rock Health Coaching, for more content on how to rock your world naturally.